Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, we've spent all weekend playing Crash 4 and have I've finished it, I've hit credits, I haven't got 100%, you're getting through it, you're very much playing on the retro mode, um, and mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest talking points around it, which is kind of the same as when the Crash Insane trilogy came out, um, which also reminded me of a video that me, Peter Austin and Jules did um, back in like 2016 when that game came out, trying to get our heads around how, how incredibly hard the high road was, um, it's <laughs> not like Crash doesn't have this history of difficulty. Um, Crash 4 though, I'm just going to open this by saying, do you think that it has a difficulty problem i know what your answer to this is <laughs> no the answer is no scott telford i know you have been it no at it all um all weekend over how much of a tr- difficult time and frustrating time you've had with it and i'm not going to yeah. say that it's like easy peasy no challenge at all but for me this is it's exactly what i want out of crash bandicoot mm. and i know we have different favorites in the franchise which i think explains why i've really gelled with it and really enjoyed the challenge challenge you might not have but mm-hmm. for me like going into this like video you know we always disagree even though we're like i don't know how we're such good friends right because we disagree in everything <laughs> every new game not literally right down the middle. Just, just game mechanic stuff it's not like we're sitting there going like oh I, I can't stand freedom and then i don't know <laughs> so well, that'll be on the table but you never yeah know. i mean when it comes to game mechanics yeah we do um completely split right down the middle so for me i don't mm-hmm. think there's necessarily a problem and for me in fact in a lot of ways it's like the perfect distillation of what I want out of Crash. It's got the, the challenge is, that's about right. It's got the spectacle and both them together. I've been having a bloody good time with it, mate, is all I'm trying to say here. Well, the thing is, I was, I was messaging you over the weekend because my, my mood with this game is, because I love Crash, grew up with him, one of my favourite little characters ever. I've got, I had good a little lad. plush when I was a kid, little plush Crash. Um, couldn't love him more. And, uh, and love the, I love the animation, love the character redesigns, I love the worlds, like you said, like it's this big spectacle and everything. So my mood throughout the weekend playing through it, especially on Sunday when I just dedicated like a whole nine hour chunk to it was very much just sort of like oh it's great oh 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 god oh it's great again oh oh just back and forward like the whiplash from the highs and lows um because for me the and they're not objective lows at all uh, although well actually a couple of them i do think are objective issues i do think that objectively i think hiding crates throughout the level literally behind pieces of the world geometry which was a thing in the old crashes especially in crash 2 um but wasn't a thing in every single level it feels like every other level here has uh, like, oh there's a crate hidden inside a 
stack of tires to the side of the level. There's one hidden behind a rock that you would never know unless you looked at a walkthrough or randomly jumped off the world hoping you would find it. <laughs> um, stuff like that is infuriating, getting to the end and realising you don't have the full 100% uh, crate thing and then being like, oh, fiddle-dee-dee, I'll go do it again then. Stuff like that is, for me, so insulting of my time that, like, I don't just mean me, I mean as the player, um, mm-hmm. that it just makes me go, oh, well, F it then. Like, I'll just go and do something else. Um, but that's that's only one, that's the tip of the iceberg for the stuff, the problems that I have. How you, There was something we were talking about before we started recording. Um, I think it was mm-hmm. the crate stuff. That was the yeah. stuff that you were saying maybe feels a little bit too old school. Yeah, a little bit. Like, I am obviously, you know, that, like you said, that was in the older games to an extent, but I do feel like this one takes the mick a little bit too much. Like, I feel <laughs> yeah. like I'm looking thoroughly throughout these levels. Like, I'm finding the hidden gems. I'm, um, you know, getting all of the boxes otherwise. I'm, like, being very meticulous with it. And then I'll always miss it by one or two that I know are just kind of either out of frame or hidden behind something. And to an extent, mm-hmm. like, I don't mind that because it does encourage replayability. But I think the difference this time around is you've got so so many other things that encourage replayability that like the boxes before like kind of used to be a huge major part but now you've got mm. the boxes you've got the wumper fruit you've got the time trials you've got the alternate versions of the levels and stuff like that you've got so many reasons to go back and replay it anyway that it feels a bit a bit more egregious than usual here and i will i, I will say that that is a little bit frustrating to get to a level that you've spent a lot of time on like i said meticulously going through and then mm. missing out by one or two boxes that you know were like you said hidden behind a part of the environment that you couldn't tell otherwise even by moving the stick around that that stuff that's a little is, frustrating and they've obviously designed those things to like you said encourage replayability they want something that's going to last for a long time the insidious part of me uh, or, the, or the cynic part of me that uh, thinks that because it's been rumoured that this game might get microtransactions going forward and um, that they will just offer up the skins because you have to get um, mm. you know a certain amount of gems um, some of those gems uh, the goals for them are contingent on getting every crate in a level um, it will be just like Activision to be like oh you don't want to do it why don't you just give us a quid <laughs> and we'll give you the thing that you can just buy it instead Uh, if that comes true then I'm calling it right now but um, one of the other things I think is that um, replaying the Insane Trilogy when that came out in 2017 I think it was um, made me realise that like yeah I absolutely adore Crash 3 Um, and that was the whole thing was like everybody kind of realising like was Crash always this hard and that Mm. game kind of the Insane Trilogy obviously um, you know Vicarious Visions had to go back and sort of apply Crash 3's physics to the other games which meant that Crash 1 and 2 your muscle memory didn't always line up things like that um, but I did realise over time that I very much loved Crash 3 when it started getting more... It, it was just... Crash 3 is the easiest one, like, by a considerable yeah. margin. And I feel like you can play that first time through a level with a certain amount of flow, um, where you just go all the way through and you're not really dying unless you're being quite careless. Whereas for me, Crash 1, 2, and now 4 have a lot of stuff built into you. You need to play with a level of caution and anticipation, um, or, or a bigger sense of caution and anticipation that was ever in 3. And so for me, it's very much trial and error, gotcha game design, where it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, you landed here, and then this flame jet came out of nowhere, or this enemy landed, or we hid a nitro crate inside other regular crates, so that when you were spinning and running through a level, you just got blown up and you're back to the last checkpoint. Stuff like that really sticks out to me. Ah, see, for me, I'm kind of like on the exact other side of the coin to this because while I played um, Crash 3 the most as a kid, it was never my favourite. Crash 2 was always my favourite because it had Mm. that kind of element of challenge to it. Like I said, it played as like... fandom's favourite, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, like blended the spectacle with a challenge. It had a certain flow to it. You could go through those levels so fast when you knew where everything was, but there was a kind of element of you needed to be present in the game, like you couldn't just blow through it. And one mm. of the differences between Crash and these other retro platformers, you know, that have had remasters like Spyro, for instance. I loved Spyro when I was a, a kid, and when I got like the remastered edition when I was playing through the games, I kind of got bored because that is like very easy breezy. You're just going through the levels. You don't have to think too much. Whereas with mm. Crash the NCN trilogy like I committed my life to getting the platinum on that to getting all everything unlocked all the you time and Jules were just, we didn't even see you for like months no, just lived on it and I'm doing the same with this I, I worried or not worried but I thought I was going to get a very solid kind of like 8 out of 10 easy breezy experience again in the same vein as Crash 3 and I would have enjoyed mm. that but what I'm what's took me by surprise is the element of kind of challenge to it the fact that I want to get these perfect runs I want to go through and you know hit all the boxes in a certain way and I feel like the game is designed with that in mind like your timing yeah. and your flow through these levels feels so good when you get it right but you can't just do that first time and that's, I, that's I do the think, thing yeah 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 and I, I feel like you can still not breeze through it you can, for me I'm going through it like a couple deaths at a time per level but like not an egregious amount and it's just kind of I need to be present in the moment I need to be looking ahead I need to be kind of considering what's going on and I'm not saying that you're obviously not doing that and just kind of mindlessly going through it or whatever but I think it does demand a certain element of kind of thought behind what you're doing well, and looking out for all these potential traps because for me I haven't found it cheap I haven't had any deaths where I've gone like okay that was purely designed just to kill me and teach me a lesson like everything every time I die more or less 99% of the time it feels like my fault that I've kind of like misjudged something or not seen mm. something or kind of uh, got a bit too arrogant and for me that's what I like out of Crash but I know a lot of people don't they want something easier that they can just breeze through and kind of have a fun time with yeah, and that, it's fascinating that those those twin mentalities very much came out of the Insane uh, trilogy, um, mm. because that was me sort of realizing that like, oh, there is this entire wing of the Crash fandom, which could be the total majority of the Crash fandom, although with it being such a mainstream thing, I would guess it's more casual. Um, there is a whole wing of that fandom that loves everything that you just described, like being in that really specific um, analytical sort of headspace where you see everything coming and you're reading the entire level and everything like that. Whereas for me, I like I said, my favorite is Crash 3, and I played them when I was a kid, and then going back through the Insane thing there's a level of like i said flow to platformers overall that i'm applying to crash that crash 4 does not want you to have at all um, mm. and it is very much like you said you do there's an element of memorization that you're going to have in every single level you're going to get caught out at some point um and you know i mean i guess if you played slow enough maybe you'd be fine but you're there's there's nearly always going to be a certain series of platforms a gauntlet of something you need to memorize something you need to figure out on the fly um where like an enemy will come out of nowhere or you'll you'll hit an arrow box thing that'll jump you up into a nitro crate and i'm like oh Oh, I guess I'm yeah. supposed to keep going with that thing. Stuff like that. Um, that I think it sticks out. And, you know, when those those moments happen, your reaction is either, oh, cool, I'll figure that out next time. Or in mm -hmm. my case, it was like, you son of a, you ab you absolutely put that there to kill yeah. me in a very much a, the original Dark Souls when the dragon just flames you on the bridge. <laughs> and it's just sort of the devs being like, oh, hey, just me, it's we got you. It's yeah. so funny because I have that same reaction of, well, hey, you got me, oh, look what you tried to do. But I do it with uh, joy. There was a moment in one of the right. levels where you're interacting with one of the masks. I think it's the, the 
the um the I think it's like the dark matter mask or something it's called where you like the infinite do the, spin one yeah the infinite spin one and you get pushed by these kind of like whirlwind things and there is one where you have to jump and use it and then turn it off otherwise you hit like these nitro crits yes. and I uh, I managed to turn it off like first time and like just stop short of it and I thought that moment I was just like right you you've tried to catch me out there and I've just right. at the last second managed to kind of you know preempt it and kind of um, see exactly what you were doing and I and I love that I thought that was so good I was like I was sort of like reading the level like the developers were designing it you know what I mean I felt like I was getting a full um, grasp on it and stuff and mm. I, 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 I love that stuff like that to me that is what I love about Crash and what's it's what keeps me coming back to it it's why I've been hammering mm. it all weekend and the only reason I haven't finished the game is because I've been going back through levels and replaying them and trying to get 100% and trying to do it you know with um, under three lives or get all the crates find the hidden gems um, and stuff like that and it's it's mm-hmm. it's so weird because this is going to sound strange Crash isn't like the most hardcore platformer game it's not like Super Meat Boy or something but it no. has that element of where it kind of blurs the line between casual and kind of like difficult it might be the I 3D think... equivalent to be honest yeah maybe maybe to me it's almost like mm. a stealth game like I don't know how you play it but to me like the, the goal isn't necessarily getting to the end it's it's almost getting a perfect run and if something goes mm. wrong I'd rather restart and try to do it properly like that might sound very right. strange like a strange well, way to play it, it but that's mental yeah one thing that they've added is extra checkpoints. Um, obviously, they have the modern and retro split anyway. But if you if you mess up enough, they'll just give you another checkpoint um, to be like because they they're clearly aware of the dick bits. They're clearly aware of the full on flailing penis parts that they've put in here to just be like, well, we're clearly going to die a lot here. So if you die mm-hmm. a lot there, we'll put a checkpoint right there. And I'm like, that's something that is in very much modern platformer design, whether it's 2D or 3D. Um, that idea of you know the challenge isn't how much will you put up with. The challenge is can you navigate this series of obstacles. And I love. I love that. I love that evolution of the genre. So I think stuff like that, when it point, when you just get, like I said, dicked on and you're kicked back like two minutes before before you collected all the crates, before you did all the meticulous stuff, before you navigated some really specific series of obstacles and jumps and everything, having to redo all that again is for me so fundamentally off-putting that my first time through the game was just, oh God, I've got to do this again. Um, and it wasn't <laughs> until I replayed the levels, like, like I'm going back through it now, I'm collecting all the gems. Um, there is something post-credits that frees up the allocation of gems that I absolutely love and made me go oh thank god there is something mm-hmm. in here that means I can actually unlock the skins um, and stuff like that but like I said I think it's a it's a dividing of, of the mentalities between the fandom because like I said the NCN trilogy very much set in motion or at least highlighted this hardcore set of Crash fans that's always been there um, that want to get the platinum relics that want to get everything and want to you know play with a certain headspace that I think Crash 3 moved completely away from um, yeah, so I like that they've managed to kind of tick both boxes but it, it does still divide people yeah, it's so weird. Like, like everyone kind of like seems to encounter these games differently. Like t- for me, the controller throwing rage—that's that's what I get when I'm trying to get like the 100% runs. You know what I mean? I was doing right. one mission last night where I died like 25 times on one specific part where I was in a jet ski and I was trying to like oh, God, uh, fight yeah. against the current and dodge these bombs and whirlpools while hitting all the boxes, and it was mm-hmm. just so so frustrating. But I only get that almost when I do it to myself. Like I don't get that level of frustration when I'm just going through the levels trying to complete them and I feel like for me personally uh, maybe just because I only expect that kind of like frustration on the higher levels I think the the difficulty is quite well balanced where for me again this is entirely my own perspective going through the levels just to get to the end isn't too bad like it's it's quite well balanced it only gets 
frustratingly difficult when you try to add on all the multipliers and try to get the 100% completion. And I feel like that might be a nice way to kind of bridge the two gaps, potentially. I don't know. You seem yes. to think the exact no, opposite no, here, but I think... Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. That, that's the I thing like, because I, yeah. you, you get through it, and then, and then obviously, like you said, because they give you the gem, like the gem requirements first time through. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try and get all this stuff on the on the first time through. And like I said, it's designed for replayability. And I think that acknowledgement, because like I said, once you finish the game, once you hit credits, they do change the way things unlock anyway, um, and they give you something that is more geared towards being able to do everything. Let's say to keep it vague. Um, and I think that like that's the thing they want you to sort of just get through and then worry about the more complex, annoying mm-hmm. stuff. I don't think that necessarily gets around some of the level design stuff that is just big old dick stuff but um i totally agree that it's it's easier to just get through it and then comb everything else that the real big frustration parts come from where are all the crates etc yeah yeah totally i mean like i I would definitely agree with that and i think Mm -hmm. i think that might be the best way to do it because then you get all different you know age ranges all different skills like i could put on my kind of like a a young cousin and play them through the game and they'll probably have like a a really difficult time but then i can put on like an an advanced gamer whatever that means you know someone who's been playing platformers their entire life and i'm sure they'll still hit something that is challenging for them whether or not it is you know searching for those hidden gem areas or whatever Mm -hmm. so i feel like i know for me the scalability of it is is quite well done even playing on like retro mode or modern mode i don't know that's just that's just me i'm I'm really interested to see right what the Mm -hmm. people in the comments think about this because i feel like we are always kind of on different sides of the of the (laughs) argument and i never know what i've never met like any of the like ha- hardcore crash fans? I didn't know they existed <laughs> until the end well, trilogy the happened. Trilogy, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean that that whole wing of the fandom, like I said, kind of I didn't really realize that existed. I think it's just because I was so young when I played Crash One and Crash Two, um, and then like I loved Crash Three so much. I didn't think of it as this hardcore thing, um, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's very it's not really presented as that. Um, but it it does very much have the mechanics that play into that, and the progression systems, and the unlocks and stuff that play into. No, you will comb every pixel of this world until you find every crate or you will get through on three lives or less <clears throat> which as you get towards some of the later uh, dimensions like some of the requirements to try and get through on three lives or less god help you doing that on the uh, <laughs> the regular mode um but yeah it's just ridiculous but yeah let us know think down in the comments below how have you found the difficulty in crash 4 and how do you find it in the series overall is it something that should be held up as potentially the 3d equivalent of a super meat boy for now i've been scott from whatculture.com i've been josh from whatculture.com and we'll catch you next time bye, bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.